the worst Game of Thrones podcast in the world. I don't, how am I going to start this? We could just start it like this. It is the world's worst <laughs> what, podcast. What are we doing? <laughs> None of it's, us know. It's week two and we have not improved our podcasting <laughs> skills. Welcome to the world's worst Game of Thrones podcast. Uh, guys, we we came back week one, By season demand. seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I meant we came back to watch Game of Thrones, but yeah, right. we also came back to podcast. Yep. Uh, thoughts? Thoughts on Thrones. Sienna. Why have you done this to me? <laughs> you, all I'm going to talk about is Ed Sheeran now. Spoilers. But this whole podcast is going to deal with spoilers. Sorry, we might as well spoilers, put that out spoilers there. Spoilers. <laughs> to be fair, if you haven't watched it yet, it's your own fault. Yeah, if you haven't watched it, why would you listen to this? Exactly. Mm. You're asking for trouble. So there's three real issues this week to discuss. There's A, there was mass slaughter. Always good. Always yeah, popular. Yeah. B, uh... Poo, poo soup, <laughs> never popular. See, Ed Sheeran, controversial. Yeah. Yeah. Controversial is a word. <laughs> Disgraceful is another word. There Perhaps are many a more words. appropriate word. Embarrassing is another one I'd go for. I Painful. mean, I guess I'm just worried that we're going to veer into territory of bullying Ed Sheeran, and that's not okay because he's a person too. But <laughs> he's a person who's got no business being in Game of Thrones. One hundred percent. And it was one of those real like you want to feel immersed in the story and what's going on, and seeing him scurning away, looking totally out of place and terrible, just pulled me out of that reality of fantasy land. A friend commented on Facebook uh, that I saw saying it was the first time that. Game of Thrones has broken that immersion because the whole point and one of the great things about it is it doesn't have recogn- a recognisable cast. It doesn't have big names and stars. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly Ed Sheeran's in there and all you're thinking is, why is Ed Sheeran in this? And it was just so pointless and pointless and ridiculous. Like there was no reason for him to be there. There was no, it didn't add anything. And I think it's not progressing. actively took Away they, from the show. They kind of created a scene around him that could have just been lifted from the show and it felt super pointless. And knowing the background that Maisie Williams is a big fan of Ed Sheeran, so she wanted him to be in it and that's why they created a scene with Arya and him. Nope. Just not <laughs> cool. No, it's not cool. And here's and the thing, they've had other cameos where it's been seamless. People have not noticed. You wouldn't If you didn't know the band, you wouldn't know that it had happened. Mm, Sigaross, a great example. There we go. And they just, they just played the guitars and... You know, carried on with life. It was great. They didn't have to, to sing. Or talk. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, I don't think anyone would know who Seeger Ross was if they walked past them in the street. They are not a visually recognisable band, even though they're amazing. True, true. But accurate. See, and it was a wasted opportunity because Game of Thrones is a show that delights in lopping people's heads off. <laughs> and by the end of the episode, still head. It was but there. That was kind of an issue with the whole episode. That other than the first ten minutes where Arya pulled a, a swifty on um, whatever that family's called the the, the phrase the phrase thank you I was like what the deep fries Wal, Walter <laughs> Walder Wal something Wal, yeah anyway so they're all dead great but there was very little um, death or destruction agreed no and I think anything. I think that opening scene was very much like a crowd pleasing move it was great obviously because it was kind of like red wedding retribution but. 
I think definitely it was kind of like, okay, we need to like draw you in season seven, episode one, because you've lasted this long. But then once they're done that, they're like, okay, now we can just do the boring stuff of like showing and where everyone is. I think that was a, a, a bad idea on their part. They sh- they started like, because immediately after that, you saw all the snow zombies walking across the snow. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty cool because then you saw they had the giants now. And, you know, whenever you see the giants, it's always a good time. <laughs> so why don't they just start with, like, you see the giants, you go, wow, they've got the giants now. That's always a good time. And then halfway through, instead of having Ed Sheeran singing, you could have little Blindy killing everyone. And then uh, you've <laughs> You're got, sticking uh, with that <laughs> nickname, aren't you? Little and, then, and then you've got a midpoint, something amazing happening. You've got a cool opening. You've got something amazing happening. Then you've got, like, the little cute ending, shall we begin, which was also a bit cloying for my liking it was mm. very it it just felt very uncreative this episode it was a recap essentially a recap of mm. let's check in with each of our key storylines this is where we're at like beginners 101 which admittedly given last week's podcast which revealed we remember <laughs> nothing maybe was needed maybe we weren't the only ones that were confused but it was a strange episode it didn't have the usual tone yeah. or feeling or pace also considering what happened in the season finale last year with Cersei blowing everyone up I thought it was going to be a bit more like the game has changed but it, even even in Cersei and Jamie's scenes it felt a bit like oh we're just going to go back to like talking to each other now and I was like <laughs> do we all forget that she just like massacred and like caused extraordinary damage to her like home city like Agree. I, th- I felt like that needed more addressing. They literally just stood around a map and looked at things. Mm. Drank. <laughs> I like how they made sure Cersei poured herself some wine, though. I was like, Always. staying true to character. <laughs> I kind of wasn't that mad about the whole thing after I thought about it. Like, it's it's kind of putting all the pieces on the board, and now it's time to play the game. But yeah, they n- did they need a whole episode to put all the pieces on the board? Well, I don't know. I think they did need to get everyone in their little places to start moving forward. But I think the pacing problems by having that big action scene at the start, if they dropped that in the middle, we wouldn't probably be as bored by that whole big middle section that was just a whole lot of people talking either in front of a map or by a fire, by a dead body. It didn't really and then they have tried much to, going on. Then they tried to mix things up with poo soup. Yeah, which got a bit Guy Ritchie. First, Yeah, which firstly, let's point out, was the most revolting thing <laughs> ever to be on television. This but, is so bad that I can't even remember what you're talking about. Like, I've, either, <laughs> I've either blocked it out completely or I actually did fall asleep during this episode. Just I do not remember Poo Soup. I, every I time I think about it, I hear the sound and then it makes me like... <laughs> I have no idea what you're bit. talking about. I'm not going to describe... You're, I'm not falling for this, Carl. I'm not going to engage in this. Talking. What character did it involve? Samuel. Samuel? Who the hell is Ma- Samuel? Samuel. Samuel. Samwell. Sam- is it Samwell? It's Samwell. Oh, I was at, like, <laughs> Sam- I'm like Samuel Tarpy, is that his name? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Basically. What? Super close. What, what is it actually? Samwell Tarly. Close. I still don't know what Again, Sam- let's just John's point out. Samwise. Let's just point out, yes. this is a person I've actually met in real life in an interview. <laughs> oh, and nice. I still don't know his name. I don't know what you're talking about. He's a meister. We're training to be a meister. Oh, that bit. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> we got there in the I'm end. I'm glad you're with us. The meister. Uh, anyway, but the fact, that's the first time I think Game of Thrones has ever done a montage. Yeah. It was very weird. Very, very It was, weird. yeah. And I feel like, yeah, last week I talked about um, t- like how you never really know how time is passing on Game of Thrones. And that did feel quite like, look, 
time is passing you know like here's a montage scene time is passing in the most literal way yeah. possible yeah, yeah for what you wish for yeah it's strange and also quite disgusting so also a little bit pointless well i guess this was to show you that he was like the daniel son of the miyagis who are making him paint yeah. the fence and wash the car and do all the nonsense until th- they learn let him start learning some stuff he's just like the office intern but he discovered yeah. he discovered dragonstone which was the yeah the key to that i think the end goal of that they should have had like a bit of a montage of him looking through the books because it's sort of like okay he's cleaning up all the pots and the next minute he's halfway through a book and he happens to find it immediately which is like isn't it also just it was reintroducing him because he kind of took a back seat last season and we kind of got to a point where we didn't really know what he was doing or i mean we knew he'd where he'd gone off to but no one really knew what he was doing so they sort of had to reintroduce him and be hey yeah. Here he is. This is. He's With been pooses. cleaning up poo. I guess also to understand the the place that he is at. Like where, where that what that library is and serves in the story. And I think it probably we can assume it's going to be a pretty key thing because of what he discovered and also the fact that Jim Broadbent was there hmm. as his quality training. acting talent. Or yeah. what will happen now is they'll just he'll just send his little crow saying, "Hey John, here's where the dragon stuffers and then he'll just leave and that'll be the end we, end of it we won't see them again yeah but also he discovered sir jorah down in the oh yeah in the whatever so what that was what sir jorah mormon who used to hang out with danny oh that's right mm. yeah he's in the he got called a bad case of the grayscale he got bad eczema <laughs> yeah why is cream. gilly still in it no one knows who <laughs> carl <laughs> you're fired <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why gimli's still in it <laughs> this is not Lord good, of the Rings. That's a good question. Gimli and Samuel. Uh, anyway, okay. So let me just ask you this, though. Are you feeling more or less intrigued than you were before you saw that episode? Because I'm sort of at a place where I think I care less now than I did after last last year's season finale. I think there was just enough to keep me in there. And also... Uh, I liked what happened at Winterfell mm. with Sansa and John, so I think that was quite that kept me in there. But definitely, there were moments where I was like, "Why am I here again?" But I think overall, <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, good directions are ahead." I always enjoy watching it. Like it's it's fun to go back afterward and be like, "This is ridiculous," and "Why is this happening?" and all that stuff. But when you're watching it, it's always it's just an easy watch. It's a well made. It's very well acted cameos aside and <laughs> so it's easy just to watch and be you know i'm always in feeling invested in what's going on even if i can't remember big chunks of it and don't know who anyone is mm. <laughs> and fell asleep in the middle yeah. of it <laughs> but speaking of like john and sansa how good was her burn on i Wilson love Go? her so much i think so they're more wisecracks please i think they've set up a, a really interesting dynamic there of kind of like they, you had your sweet stark reunion which was coming for so long whenever they met up last season or whatever um, but but then it's like not quite as rosy as people might have hoped, and I think it's so interesting seeing her kind of like yeah like embarrass him a little bit in front of all those people and him be a bit like shut up Sansa, I'm the war guy, I know what I'm talking about, and and then yeah her like and still, she's like your mum's a whore yeah <laughs> and still dealing with Littlefinger's shit like well, she's not quite that blunt but <laughs> that's mm. what she was thinking yeah her face said it all question Bran. Mm. Where did he just show up? So he arrived at a at castle. The wall. But is what the wall? is that where John and Sansa are? No, no, they're at, uh, uh, the Night's Watch thing. 
He's with the Night's Watch. So how long is it going to take them to discover that Bran is alive and there? Do they? They don't know that, do they? No. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, no. I still don't think they know that Arya's alive either. No, no everyone thinks she's dead. Mm. But I guess because Bran's at the wall now, we can presume... They're going to get reunited. Yeah. Presumably they'll put him on a horse so Mary doesn't have to carry him around. <laughs> yeah. No. Gosh, she's had a your little sleigh. She's been through girl. the ringer. She's she's a great... She's MVP. The, the, yeah, MVP <laughs> in this situation. Thanks for pulling Bran for a long time. <laughs> Making it worse. <laughs> um, Can I just quickly talk about Liana Mormont? Because if you tell us who she is. <laughs> sure, if you can read us. <laughs> She's the little 10-year-old girl oh, yeah, telling everyone cool. how to live their life. She should, oh, be, the, she should yeah. be the queen of the Of everything. Land. So it's cool, the can kingdoms. someone fill me in? Because when she started talking, I was like, I think I'm supposed to remember you, <laughs> but I don't. How have you forgotten her? So who, before, who before, before uh, last season's giant battle of the bastards, mm-hmm. John was trying to round up all the like northern houses. Mm-hmm. And she was the one who was like from that, from Beer Island. Mm-hmm. And she was the one who was like, you, you're have, losing me. Have all my men. She just, yeah, she just turned up and basically did what she did in that episode. In that previous episode. And then that made all the other people join Do, the cause. Did we she's ever like, know her family? Like, did we ever no. see? Okay, so she's just. Are we Jorah. She's a moment. And Mr. Man, who was at the wall, whose name I can't remember. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> His name I can't remember, but he was one of the key guys at the wall who was like coaching John, and I think he died, <laughs> not helping anybody in this situation. But here we go, a guy at the wall. Who, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another okay. moment. I think yeah. it was Jorah's dad. Maybe I don't know. No one knows. But he was another of that family. I know she's staunch as hell, and she's always cool when she turns up and just like always. bosses everyone around. And mm. all the old men are always too scared to do anything, and she's like, "If you're not going to do it, I'll do it." And then it tricks them into it. And I like how like all her advisor people as well are just like super respectful and like yeah. they're like she's the mm. man. There was also a, a really great scene where she was like, "I'm not gonna sit by the fire knitting. Teach me to fight." And then it kind of cut to Sansa, and then it cut to Brienne, and then it cut to Sir Davos, and everyone's like smirking about how great she is. Mm. I love her so much. That's all. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I have to say that I think Arya is a boring character now because they've what? made her a super she's basically superman she can just walk anywhere with anyone's face and you know, it's just it's, yeah this I'm makes me question so your invested. understanding of superman because he does not have that power <laughs> Burn. and i'll be leaving this podcast <laughs> <laughs> but also I said a she's not flying around in a red cape car she's not shooting she's lasers out of her eyes superman, she can't stop into... speeding bullets <laughs> i didn't say the superman i said a superman you're, just, you're mad because she can see again. No, I'm mad because she can just pop up anywhere and be like, and now I've killed you, and take off her face and have a different face on. I, I think, though, in context, after what she's They need some face-detecting technology. She, she's, face scanners. She deserves her, like, super abilities, I her think. Her trickery. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's been scorned, it. mate. And mm. she she went to wherever, a Bravos, and stayed there for too many seasons and learnt all that stuff. And now we're seeing, now we're I, understanding why we like committed to that. I just fear we're going to get a lot of storytelling shortcuts where something happens and then she takes off the face and it's like, ha, but it's and me. And she wakes up and it was all a dream. Mm. No, like she's going to, someone will die and you'll be like, why is this betrayal? Then the next episode, that person will take the face off and it'll be her. I think 
I'm worried that it's going to turn her into like some kind of little easy plot device to make things happen, and the explanation will be, I was there wearing the space. Ta-da. That was always my favorite thing about X Men, though, was when <laughs> Mystique. someone what? Mystique would pop out of nowhere. So I think I'm into that. I think I can can get behind that. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. We'll, well see how mad you get as the season progresses. Yeah. All, all we can <laughs> we'll do... Double, we'll check in on that. All we can do is watch this space. On that note, I think it's time we wrap this up. Yet again, we have contributed very little to the world of Game of Thrones or podcasting, but thank you for joining us, and you might hear from us again next week. We'll see how this goes. Ciao!